is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, Joe Biden, because of his appeasement, and worse, is rearming our enemies, Iran, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Palestinian Authority, and the Houthis to Iran, has now expanded the war in the Middle East. Of course, they keep blaming Israel, but Israel's focused like a laser. No. It's Biden and Blinken and Sullivan. It's Mo, Larry, and Curley. They've expanded the war in the Middle East as a result of provocations created from their unwillingness to take out Major military sites in Iran. Now the word is they're planning with the British, supposedly, to hit targets in Yemen that are controlled by the Houthis. But I don't know about you folks. When you have a rat's nest, you don't keep chasing the rats that escape the nest. You hit the nest. But they won't do it. And Iran sees it. So Iran has come out from behind Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis. And they now seized an oil tanker in which our government, the United States, has an interest. Iranian forces... Reports Fox have seized an oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman. Two military officials confirmed. The seized vessel, previously known as the Suez Rajan, and now known as the Marshall Islands flagged oil tanker St. Nichols, was once at the center of another dispute between the U.S. and Iran that ultimately saw the U.S. seize over one million barrels of Iranian crude oil. Armed Iranian soldiers reportedly boarded the vessel this morning. 
We condemn this apparent seizure. The Iranian government should immediately release the ship and its crew, said the spokesman John Kirby, who lied to us and covered up for Biden and his ilk when Afghanistan went to the Taliban. They slaughtered our soldiers and they took Americans hostage. Kirby said these provocative and unacceptable actions need to stop. What what kind of nonsense is this? We continue to work with our allies and partners to deter and confront the full range of Iran's concerning and destabilizing behavior in close coordination, of course, with the international community. Well, that's interesting. So Joe Biden has learned what Neville Chamberlain learned, except Neville Chamberlain had to learn it on his own, and Joe Biden had the history of Neville Chamberlain. And what am I talking about? This. You cannot appease an enemy. But Biden's worse than Neville Chamberlain, as I've been explaining for months. He rearmed the enemy. He's provided billions to the enemy. They're using it against us. They're using it against our armed forces. They're using it against the Israelis. The ship was in transit to Turkey, which is an enemy. When the Iranian naval forces boarded and seized the vessel, Pentagon Press Secretary Major General Pat Ryder, this is another loser. It's another loser. Honestly, if you're a general, a one-star, a two-star, what are you doing as a uh, communications person? They subsequently forced the tanker to change course toward Iranian territorial waters, and the status of the crew is unknown at this time. Well, maybe they want another $6 billion. Quote, the activity is contrary to international law. You know, you and I, if you know or study or understand the 1930s and squealing like stuck pigs, oh, the Third Reich, they need to stop this. They're violating international law. They're not allowed to take this and do that. Actions. That's what evil regimes, genocidal regimes understand. Nothing else, nothing more. We call on Iran to release the tanker and the crew immediately. Hey, moron, with the star on your shoulder. One on each shoulder. The Iranians, ready? Purposely took the ship and the crew. So why would they immediately release the tanker and the crew? The U.S. and other Western navies have been combating attacks from Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen and the Red Sea for weeks. But Iran itself has not taken direct action beyond sending one of its naval vessels to the region. The Houthis had been in State Department-designated foreign terrorist organization until February 2021. Well, what happened in February 2021? The Biden administration revoked the designation as a terrorist organization. Oh, Well, of course. Hamas is not designated as a terrorist organization by the UN, so UNRWA sends hundreds of millions of our tax dollars mostly to Hamas, with which it builds tunnels, missiles, rapes, tortures, murders. Trump had cut it off. Biden and Blinken... Turn the spigot back on. They have blood under their fingernails. They're drenched in blood. A 
the Israelis if they would just capitulate. Two-state solutions announced today by Antony Blinken, a self-hater. He announces today, listen to this, that a two-state solution with a Palestinian state, you know, the peaceful Palestinians, that would vote for Hamas in two seconds, that that would do more to stop Iran than anything else. Oh, I got it. So surrender a third of your country, your ancestral homeland, Judea and Samaria. Shrink your borders further. Subject your people, major cities now, to what took place on October 7th. And that is how you bring peace with Iran. Now Biden just gave them billions. Biden took the restrictions off the shipping of oil. Which of course they ship to China. And they get the money from China and they build weapons for Russia. Now Biden knows this. Blinken knows this. They all know it. The U.S. Navy has shot down numerous missiles and drones fired by Houthi rebels. Uh, we're shooting down missiles and drones. Shouldn't we be destroying these bases that shoot the missiles and drones? Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. So the war has widened, not because of Netanyahu, not because of the Israelis, not because of Trump, or because of Biden and Blinken. The war's widened and the world's about to be all lit up. Iran's seizure comes just one day after the Houthis launched the largest attack to date on international shipping lanes in southern Red Sea. And the communist Chinese are looking at this and they're saying, wow, the Americans are easy pickings. If they can't stop the Houthis in Iran, because they don't have the guts to take on Iran, oh, they'll hit the Houthis, you watch. But they will not hit Iran then what are they going to do to us, China? We have 1.4 billion people. Four times as many people as the United States. We're modernizing our nuclear missile capabilities. The United States has done nothing. We've expanded our Navy. The United States has done next to nothing. We force our young men into military service. The Pentagon, because of wokeism, they force our men out of military service. In fact, we're not even allowed to call them men. A nation in decline, not because of the American people. Because the Democrat Party and Joe Biden running around, he's Hitler, that Trump is Hitler, he's trying to take out our democracy. No, you putz. You remind me more and more, ready America? Of Stalin. Oh. Can I say that? I think I just did. Except. Stalin. Was a vile genocidal maniac. You're an idiot. But you've. And your policies have resulted in the deaths of many. On our own border. In Ukraine. Because of what you did in Afghanistan. In the Middle East, where it was under control, 
until you fools came in and started to rearm the enemy. You have blood all over you, Biden, Blinken. You're not defending democracy. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, I'm astounded, to be honest with you, that uh, there's a war going on in Europe. There's a war about to be launched, I'm certain of it, in the South Pacific. There's a war in the Middle East in which more and more we're taking the wrong side. And more and more Biden's policies are drawing us in because he won't take on the Iranians. And I don't mean a world war in the Middle East, but I mean a world war is possible. Period. And it's number 234 issue on talk radio. Or it's number 234 issue on cable. Shouldn't be number 234 issue. What do we have to wait until it actually happens? Until people really focus on what the hell's going on here? They just took a tanker. They're rubbing our nose in it. They're using the Houthis to attack us. There have been many service members who've been injured. Our service members. You have Anthony Blinken. Is he Secretary of State for Hamas? Is he Secretary of State for Hezbollah? Is he Secretary of State for Iran? Because he sure as hell doesn't act like he's our Secretary of State. It's just amazing to me. All this is going on. The mismanagement of what Biden is doing is resulting in an expansion of the war in the Middle East, not because of Netanyahu, who they hate, or Trump, who they hate. They're doing it. They're doing it. When will they stop rearming Iran? They're still doing it. When will they stop funding Hamas through the UN? They're still doing it. When will they stop directly funding the PLO, which has renamed itself the PA? When will that stop? They're still doing it. The Houthis keep attacking us, so they're going to hit the Houthis. That's, that's what we hear. By the way, wasn't that a restaurant? Oh, no, sorry, that was Hooters. Anyway, you understand my point, Mr. Producer. Just don't attack Iran directly. That's why I'm very dour about this. And the communist Chinese are watching all of it. That's why we must win the next election, among a thousand other reasons. Because Joe Biden, in three years, has destroyed our border and sovereignty, has destroyed energy independence, is destroying our currency with this massive deficit spending and these debts. 
He's destroying the fundamentals, the industrial center of our economy with this climate change Marxist crap. He's destroying our kitchen tables, making it harder and harder for people to make ends meet. He wants to control all the appliances in our homes, our automobiles. The American Marxists are on the loose. They have a run of the place. Whether it's academia, whether it's the media, whether it's the executive branch, they have the run of the place. And they are burning down as many institutions, traditions, customs, as they possibly can in record time. And while Joe Biden, the arsonist at home, is burning things here, he's an arsonist overseas too. And their advice to Israel today, give a second country to the Palestinians, cease fire in Gaza, wind down. They call it a second phase, you know. So give up to Hamas eventually in Gaza, fund your enemy in the PLO, make your borders absolutely indefensible, remove remove your prime minister and replace them with a lapdog to Washington. And if the Israelis are stupid enough to do that, the Israelis will fall, just like America is falling. America's most powerful conservative voice, The Mark Levin Show. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. I have in front of me, America, a list of clip after clip after clip. Trashing not just Trump, but Republicans as the party of insurrection. The party of illegitimate investigations, the party of impeachment, the do-nothing Republican Party. And then, of course, on the morning schmo, which is a platform for every radical left-wing reprobate, and worse, there's Jill Biden. Dr. Jill. Guess she's the doctor, and Joe's the patient. And, uh, Of course, Brzezinski's slobbering all over her. Slobbering all over her. Because she's so important. She's done so many fantastic things in her life. Her husband's been on the dole, and she's been married to her husband, who's been on the dole. And I guess that's about it. And, uh, of course, poor Hunter Biden is a victim. Not the prostitutes he paid. Not the drug dealers he enriched. I want to be abundantly or extremely clear, I should say. When the Biden family, Hunter Biden, but not just him, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, whatever, 
when they directly and indirectly made money off of our enemies, they undermined you and our country. That's why we have disclosure laws. When the Biden family, they're all hiding behind Hunter right now, because Hunter will eventually be pardoned, but they're trying to protect Joe. And they need to control the federal government. They need to control the Department of Justice so Joe doesn't wind up indicted. It's another reason why they will try and put Trump in prison before the election in order to protect Joe. But what Joe and his family have done, I mean, he is the patriarch, is he not? If it wasn't for his name, his son would have made tens of millions, right? Can we at least agree on that? Yes, we can. They made tens of millions of dollars from our enemies, from communist China, from Russia, from the Russian-aligned puppet government in Ukraine before Zelensky was elected. In other words... Nothing is more un-American and unpatriotic than being on the payroll of the communist Chinese right now. Hunter Biden didn't provide a damn thing. Substantive, legal, legitimate in exchange for the money, but influence. So he could talk to his daddy. That's all there is. Nothing more, nothing less. And the propaganda media in America and the Democrat Party and the uh, Praetorian Guard at the White House, they all want you to believe that nothing happened. There's something wrong with the Republicans. They're crazy insurrectionists. They're impeachment happy. These illegitimate investigations that they're constantly trying to derail. That the whistleblowers from the IRS are not to be believed. That whistleblowers from the Department of Justice are not to be believed. It's just a conspiracy to get Joe, who's standing up against Hitler and the brown shirts to protect democracy, like he is on the southern border, like he is in our inner cities, and like he is with undermining our militaries, protecting democracy, with his executive orders, with his bureaucratic fiats, trying to control your lives in small ways and large trying to put his major competitor in prison, at least in the dock for a while, with local Democrat prosecutors, one of whom has very tight links to the White House. Fanny Willis, did you see this, Mr. Producer, and Kamala Harris? Before the indictment, did you read that? Together again. Her special prosecutor, her alleged lover, who she paid, and he in turn took her on lavish, romantic vacations. Yes. He charged a couple of thousand bucks for two different visits to the White House before Donald Trump was charged. The federal judge handling the January 6th case, if you want to call her a judge, 
She's a fraud and a phony. Chunkin. My humble opinion. She called the Democrat judge in the Manhattan case, another phony case, and said, how about I go first? Do you mind holding off your trial? Well, of course, Judge Chunkin, we know what you're doing. In a hurry is Judge Chunkin to influence the election. In a hurry is Judge Pond on the circuit court in the District of Columbia. They're on a hurry. They got their marching orders from Biden through the New York Times. You remember that? Attorney General, he's so ponderous. Why doesn't he act like a prosecutor? Why doesn't he charge Trump? Then they say, well, Biden's never said that directly. No, no, he leaked it through his surrogates to the New York Times. That's what the New York Times is there for. A sleaze, effectively tabloid operation that serves as the mouthpiece for the radical left and the Democrat Party. Yes. But you see, it's the Republicans who are the problem. Ask Dizzy Lizzie Cheney. Ask, ask F.U. Fatties United, honorable member, now dishonorable member, Chris Christie. Ask him. The Republican Party has lost its way. Because it doesn't agree with Chris. He's actually quite a disgusting person, isn't he? Self-righteous buffoon. But let's listen to Hakeem Jeffries, who comes from a long line of racist, anti-Semitic, anti-American Marxist family members. So why wouldn't he be the Democrat leader in the House? You've got Biden, who was also a racist and a segregationist for the early part of his career working hand-in-hand with a Marxist who's an anti-Semite in terms of his family, that would be Hakeem Jeffries. Isn't it amazing how they've come together to try and destroy the country and attack us? Hakeem Jeffries, cut one, go. This week has once again revealed that extreme MAGA Republicans... Extreme MAGA Republicans. Extreme Make America Great Again Republicans... So first of all, Republicans, particularly MAGA Republicans, need to explain what MAGA means. And turn it against the Democrats. The Democrats are attacking people who support making America great again. Hello! The hell's going on out there? Make America great again! Extreme! Make America great again! There's nothing wrong with making America great again. The MAGA Republicans, unravel it! Go ahead. Interest. Ah, shut up, you idiot. Now. That's a party filled with Jew haters. Filled with America haters. Filled with cop haters. Military haters. Just haters. It's a party with a long legacy of racism and segregation. The party of slavery at one point, the party of segregation for, really, since its existence, just a different form of segregation today, but the old-fashioned kind before. It's a party that pushed eugenics. Hitler took note. 
of what the Democrat Party was doing in our own country. Did you know this? Yes, you did. You read my book, The Democrat Party Hates America. I watched some of my friends on Fox today. I can't watch a lot because I'm actually busy working, but I watched a little. And they were referencing uh, Joe Rogan and this gentleman who I think is the producer, director of Yellowstone. They were commenting on the abuse of the language, the invention of words. And that was being discussed by various colleagues of mine. Mr. Producer, you read The Democrat Party Hates America. That's all in Chapter 4. The attack on language. The attack on language is quintessential totalitarianism. Every genocidal regime has attacked the language, changed the meaning of words to accommodate the regime. Our message here on the Mark Levin radio show is getting out. It's getting out. Oppressor versus oppressed. The attack on the language and the thought processes. The Democrat Party, the party of modern anti-Semitism and racism and segregation. To the extent we have Republicans and even non-Republicans taking on this tyranny that is the Democrat Party, they have to have ideas from someplace. They have to find arguments from somewhere. And that's here. And that's the books. And that's why I do it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The English language, science, knowledge, experience, and specific words are being redefined, banned, replaced, etc. To impose on the citizenry the beliefs, values, and thought processes of the American Marxists and the Democrat Party. For example, academic freedom, debate, and the competition of ideas on college campuses, free speech and exchange of information on internet platforms, entertainment from comedy and plays to television and movies, biological and scientific knowledge about men, women, gender, and sex, public school teachers, seminars, and training, Classroom texts and learning, bureaucratic edicts and regulations, corporate ESG, workplace DEI, wokeness generally, and more are all used to control the public and serve the ideological, political, and economic purposes of the Democrat Party. Now, I wrote that in the book that came out in September that took me, what, Mr. Producer, 60 seconds to read? And wait Sure, it's going to be used all night and all day tomorrow. Not. What I'm going to say is probably going to upset my wife, my kids, but I'll say it anyway. It'll probably take my death plus 50 years. Just thinking. Before these books are ever quoted directly. Even by colleagues and friends. But then it'll be too late. Not for me, I'll be dead. 
the things I am trying to convey. In my words, in the words of great people, heroic people, in the words of those who are our enemies and have been the enemy of mankind and liberty for centuries, in books, in ten books, that's all, ten books, one after another, addressing it from one level to another level, one angle to another angle. Now, I'm quite proud that, that I am, am the most read conservative author in America, but that's not enough. Because that's you in this audience and few others. The messages are important. I take the time to study these issues and research them and think about them and apply them. Most of the people you see on TV and here on radio, with great exceptions, by the way, there are some great people, so don't get me wrong, don't do any of that. They're like eight to ten hour workers. They do their show, that's it, they're done. Weekends here, that's it, they're done. Three day holidays here, that's it, they're done. They're on to other things. That's not, that's great. That's a well-rounded life. I don't have a well-rounded life. It's by my choice. I'm a workaholic. But much of what I do, I love. My mother used to say, those wheels in your brain never stop, and they never do. That is also not just something to be celebrated, It can also be a problem, but it is what it is. It's who I am. But what what is being repeated today about oppressor oppressed is an entire book called American Marxism. It explains it in ways and detail that's never been explained before. That's why people talk about it now. They didn't talk about it five years ago. This issue of the assault on language is not only in that book, it's highlighted in The Democrat Party Hates America. And in both books, I explain how language is used by the state, or in this case, the Democrat Party, an appendage of the state, to threaten, to compel behaviors and thought processes, to intimidate to change the very nature of the culture and the government. You want to learn more about it, not just in a couple sentence exchange between one person and another, which is being touted. Read about it. And then you can be the people who talk about it with other people. Make sense, Mr. Bidu? This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post. 
deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. And uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is protected by the American media. He's a Marxist. He hates his country. He's undermined it. He has spawned others like AOC. And they treat him like he's just a very entertaining senator from Vermont, you know, an old throwback, an old liberal. He's not a liberal. He's a Marxist. He's the enemy. And so he spends his life trying to destroy our institutions. The support for our founding and our founding fathers. The support for capitalism and entrepreneurship. He's no different than any other Marxists in different walks of life in our country. But there's something in addition to his hate for America. That's hate for his fellow Jews in Israel. And this is what I mean by self-haters, and there are many. And by the way, they're in all faiths. Look at Joe Biden, self-hating Catholic, who supports abortion on demand, the funding of abortion, not rare, but all the way. And to force people of conscience to perform abortions, to force hospitals with Catholic associations to conduct abortions, his party and he, he's never objected, and the court had to step in. They're at it again today. At it again today. So, in my view, he's obviously a self-hating Catholic. I don't care if he goes through the motions. But Bernie Sanders doesn't even go through the motions. George Soros doesn't even go through the motions. Chomsky doesn't even go through the motions. In my personal view. Bernie Sanders expresses his contempt for Israeli Jews and the existence of the Israeli state, that is, Zionism, by doing what most Marxists do, character assassinating individuals when they mean the character assassinating an entire population and belief system. Again, Chapter 4, The Democrat Party Hates America. Maybe you'll read it in 70 years. Not you, the... The general you. But that said, he's constantly attacking Netanyahu as an extremist, as a right winger, as somebody who promotes apartheid. Sanders counts among his friends Talib, another Jew hater. When Sanders is interviewed by the likes of Jake Tapper, or Wolf Blitzer, or an Andrea Mitchell, or whomever. He's treated it like a regular politician. He's never challenged. 
for his self-hating anti-Semitism and his bigotry. Because you see, for Sanders and Marxists generally, and Marxists generally, the Jewish faith is the enemy. The Christian faith is the enemy. That is, the more you express your support for God, the more you undermine the Marxist project. You cannot have faith, God, parents, any other, any other individuals, any other belief systems, any other forces, if you will, interfere with the Marxist project. How do we know that? Because Marx wrote it and said so. So Bernie Sanders was born ethnically, and I've explained this over and over again, it's my own theory on this, Jewish, but he's not a Jew of faith. So Netanyahu, as a fellow Jew, is to be destroyed, is to be character assassinated. The more religious elements of Judaism, Orthodox Jews, are to be painted as extremists and settlers. And therefore the government of Israel is to be painted as radical, as right-wing, set by Sanders, Thomas Friedman, and their ilk. And by the likes of Jake Tapper, among others. Self-haters. In my opinion. And so here we go. Here's Bernie Sanders on the floor of the Senate yesterday. Cut 10, go. Now some people may say, well, you know, war is terrible and this is war. And there's always collateral damage in war. And you ought to know that because all the Marxist heroes in your life slaughtered millions. Your friend Lenin, your friend Stalin, your friend Mao slaughtered tens of millions. Your friend Xi, your friend Castro, your friends in Venezuela collectively have slaughtered millions. Not Netanyahu, not Trump. Not Americanism. Your ideology is the, re- is the cause of the death of at least a hundred million poor human souls. And billions, when you include China and others, ineffectual, ineffective slavery. Go ahead. Madam President, this is not just another war. This is wholesale destruction in an almost unprecedented manner. So there you go. The Israeli Jews, because of Netanyahu, he's holding a gun to their heads, are slaughtering the peaceful Palestinian citizens like nothing that's been done on the face of the earth ever before. There is your self-hating 
Marxist. You heard another self-hater last night when I played you Andrea Mitchell. You've heard self-hater Jake Tapper, who has used Hamas statistics as Andrea Mitchell has, and on and on and on. Go ahead. And it is clear to me that the Netanyahu right-wing extremist government in Israel is now waging this war in a deeply reckless and immoral way. In other words... Question, question. Did Bernie Sanders go to Israel any time in the last few months before he made statements like this? No. No. He didn't, and he won't. He won't do it. Of a honeymoon in Moscow... They'll be excited about our opening relations within the Castro-led communist regime in Cuba. He's endorsed virtually every Marxist revolution in our hemisphere, although he's backed off from time to time. When they've turned indefensible, he defended it in Nicaragua, his buddies back there. He's defended the Russian Revolution in 1917 when the vast majority of Russians didn't support it. There's no other explanation for this than his ideology and his self-loathing bigotry. And I dare media mediators to play the full clip of what I'm saying. So I can take it and circulate it to millions more. Bernie Sanders won't come on this program. Why don't you ask him why? He won't debate me. Why don't you ask him why? No rules. Just come on. He can defend himself against my statements if he'd like. But he won't. Instead, he knows he has platforms on CNN and MSNBC. Instead, he knows he has reprobates, surrogates in these, these websites. He's a coward. Go ahead. No, that war is horrible. We've got to do a lot better than we are doing now trying to eliminate war on this planet. Eliminate war on this planet. Out of the mouth of a Marxist. We can eliminate this one on this planet. His buddy Marx said that in order to undertake the revolution and to change society, there will be a period of despotism. And Mao took that to mean the great leap forward. Five-year plans, ratting out your parents, summary executions. Look at North Korea, there's your Marxist paradise. Look at Venezuela, there's your Marxist paradise. Look at Cuba, there's your Marxist paradise. And of course, as I've said, and Bernie Sanders is example number one, the overlay between Marxists and Islamists is undeniable. It's unequivocal. It's not even debatable anymore. 
which is why he and Talib are so tight. Go ahead. War, there is always collateral damage, but something more is going on here right now. And Madam President, I would mention to you that many senior figures in the Netanyahu government have said things that only deepen the profound concern we should all feel about what's going on in Gaza. It's pretty today. amazing. They're very worried about words. Trump's words, the words of people in Netanyahu's government, and keep in mind over there, the government is basically a collection of disparate parties which share generally uh, the same view on how to govern. Words, he says. Words. How about Biden's words? Not only now, but when he was a racist segregationist early in his career. What about those words? Doesn't seem to bother him. Guy's a hypocrite. He's a fraud and a phony. What about Talib's words? Did that bother you, Sanders? No, it doesn't bother him. What about the words of Hakeem Jeffries when he was in college defending his racist, anti-Semitic, America-hating uncle? That's okay. It's a long time ago, you know. Really? People, fools, clowns like Bernie Sanders give cover to the anti-Semites and the American haters. They give cover to Hamas, to Islamists of all types and stripes. And they blame we, the American people, for motivating, provoking, encouraging it all. Because, you know, we're all colonialists and imperialists. He's an American laster. America is rotten at the core. That's Bernie Sanders' ideology. And Israel's rotten at the core. Tell me, how many communist regimes has Bernie Sanders condemned on the floor of the Senate? When's the last time this son of a, you know what, went on the floor in the Senate and condemned Venezuela? When's the last time this bastard went on the floor of the Senate and condemned the regime in Cuba? When's the last time this bum went to the floor of the Senate and condemned North Korea, communist China? When's the last time that this fool went to the floor of the Senate and condemned Abbas? That he's constantly going to the floor of the Senate as a self-hating Marxist and condemning Israel. So he demands that Israel divide itself. As I've said, he's not a, a Jew of faith. He's a Jew of birth. He demands that Israel surrender Judea and Samaria to the Palestinians who have absolutely no claim to that land, historically or otherwise. That is, that they surrender their indigenous lands to terrorists. I mean, after all, who elected Hamas? 
And after all these Arabs, these surveys by the Arabs and the Palestinian organizations that I've read to you right here on the air. Say they would do it all over again. And the more radical the terrorist regime, the more support they get. It's America's fault, don't you know? When's the last time this bum went to the Senate floor to denounce the Islamo-Nazis in Tehran? When? Oh, I don't mean a passing comment. Oh, yeah, October 7th. That was bad. That shouldn't have happened. But the, the Israelis and Netanyahu, get him, get him, get him. And you hear this reverberating throughout the Democrat Party. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, You were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company that shares your values. A company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just sitting here watching these fools. Bernie Sanders goes to the floor of the Senate. He wants to be seen. He wants to be heard. He wants his words to be taken down, so I took him down. And I'm challenging him. I'm explaining them. I'm explaining him and his life. From a perspective, not of a Democrat, not of a Marxist, but as an American Jew who loves America and doesn't want to see the the founding home of Judaism, the founding home of Christianity, to be destroyed by those who have no connection to it, and not just him, but Biden and Blinken and the others, by Europeans who brought us World War I and World War II. Somebody has to stand up to this. Somebody has to have the you-know-whats to do it. What else can they call me? What else can they do to me? Like I care anyway. Some things are just right. Some people and causes are just evil. And I'll be damned if I'm going to... If I'm going to be silent with this microphone in front of my face. I'll be right back. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, 
Secure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company that shares your values. A company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Mark Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. I love him. Call in now. 877-381-3811. I want you to listen to something that took place on the morning, Joe, between... Brzezinski and Joe Biden. I want you to listen to what Brzezinski has to say carefully and Joe Biden's response to demonstrate to you how detestable these people are. Cut three, go. How have you been coping personally uh, with the onslaught of accusations against your husband and your family, including and especially Hunter, as the focus of a House Oversight Committee hearing, holding him in contempt, obsessing yes. over him, showing pictures of him during vulnerable moments Carl. in his battle with addiction on the floor of the House? This would crush any family. Mika, I, I think what they are doing to Hunter is cruel. And I'm really proud of um, how Hunter has rebuilt his life uh, after addiction. You know, I'm, I love my son and it's had, it's hurt my grandchildren. And that's what I'm so concerned about, that it's affecting their lives as well. This is sick. Mika, why didn't you mention the real victims? Hunter Biden's victims. He was going through a period, America. This punk. This spoiled little bastard. Who got hooked on coke. And prostitution took videos of himself. He squeezed tens of millions of dollars out of our enemies by using his name and using his father. And the Republicans are obsessing on Hunter. Not only we need to get started with what they've done to the Trump family. But I have a question for Mika Brzezinski. You are a one cold-hearted lady. I expect this kind of contemptible public declaration from Joe Biden trying to protect Joe and get him reelected. But you ought to have more class than that. 
What am I talking about? Hunter Biden paid for sex with young women who were being trafficked by the lowest of the low lives on the face of the planet. Let me repeat it, because you might be a slow listener. That is Mika Brzezinski. Hunter Biden paid for sex with young women. We don't even know their ages, but they were young women who were trafficked for sex. Somebody's daughter, somebody's granddaughter, somebody's sister, depending on their age, somebody's mother. Mika Brzezinski doesn't show an ounce of concern for the women who are bought and paid for for sex by Hunter Biden. This is women's lib, this is uh, Me Too movement. Not a word about the real victims, Hunter Biden's victims. Not a word. Not from Mika Brzezinski, certainly not from Joe Biden. No concern for them. As a matter of fact, we saw what Hunter Biden and his family, his father, and his stepmother are like, except when they come under political public pressure, the birth of their last grandchild, with whom Hunter Biden had a fling. Well, long story short, he didn't want to pay child support. Or he wanted to pay so little child support that it wouldn't support the child. He had to be dragged into court by a state judge who had to really put the hammer to him to help support his daughter. Poor Hunter Biden. Republicans obsess over him. Isn't that hilarious? The Democrats, of course, they don't obsess. And her father, his father rather. That's right, the grandfather of the baby. The baby didn't exist for the longest time. Jill Biden. Jill Biden, right there, right there. She acted like the baby didn't exist. You have the Christmas stockings. The baby's name is not among the grandchildren on the stockings. And so I go on Fox on Hannity. First one, first one, which is almost always the case, I'm afraid. And I condemn Joe Biden in the strongest terms possible. As I do behind this microphone. And I did then. And it starts a, a stampede of criticism. And then all of a sudden, down the road, a stocking appears. And they embrace their new little granddaughter, whose name was never to use Biden. Remember that? Don't you use the Biden name? Because you see, 
Poor Hunter was the victim. He was set up, apparently, by this, this young lady. Set up. I mean, she could have taken birth control pills or had an abortion or done... For the sake of the Biden family, take one for the team. But she wouldn't do it. She wanted her baby. And so, of course, the Bidens figured it was a shakedown because the Biden name is so important. Why? Well, because they do the shakedowns. But now all is great. I'm sure it's not. But at least that's the public image that the media promote because the Bidens want them to promote it. Mika Brzezinski says nothing about that. Poor Hunter, it's so cruel what's being done to him. Oh, He's such a charming, decent person. I know he went through it. Here's the other thing that has never made sense. The guy's a drug addict, right? Right. So they make two arguments. He's a drug addict. He went through tough times. You know, give the guy a break. That happens to people. It certainly does. But while he's a drug addict, trying to put his life together he is uh, shaking down the communist chinese the russians the ukrainians and anybody and everybody else for money so he wasn't that out of it we didn't know how to work the system use his father's name and pocket millions of dollars laundered through front corporations wow imagine that an addict doing all those things He's not a victim. He's a perpetrator. And his father's worse because his father's hiding behind his son. His father's hiding behind his son and he wants you all to believe that he didn't know anything about anything. Despite the phone calls, the golf outings, the meetings, despite the interactions with Hunter and Devin and the others, with Biden's staff as vice president... Despite the private times at home with the vice president's mansion, Hunter never discussed any of this with his father. On their long flights to communist China, multiple flights overseas, he never said a word. Well, why? If Hunter wasn't doing anything wrong, poor victim Hunter. If Hunter wasn't doing anything wrong, why wouldn't he tell his father? Why wouldn't he involve his father? Why wouldn't Joe Biden know what his son is doing if his son did nothing wrong? That's how a father and son normally interact. When you love your son... He shows up in these uh, expensive sports cars. Isn't the father wonder? My drug-addled son. How'd you get the sports car? Where'd that come from? No, no, no. Not a thought. Here I am for three minutes telling you what normal people would think. And the media never, ever even entertain it. Because they're sick bastards too. They have absolutely no interest, none, in informing the American people or providing them with news 
in a way in which we can make our own conclusions and decisions. Most of them are Democrats, the overwhelming number of them are either Democrats or just non-Republicans. 90, what was the number the other day? 96.5%. Poison. They're poison. The poor Joe, and especially Hunter, he went through so much. A drug addict making millions and millions, shaking down foreign governments, setting up phony corporations to launder the money through so nobody would know what he's doing. It was a tough time for him when he was paying for young women as prostitutes. Young women who had obviously been trafficked. It was tough for Hunter. Sick. I'll be right back. Mark in. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company that shares your values. A company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Pelosi on the morning Joe today. Oh, he had quite the conga line up there, didn't he, of reprobates. Cut six, go. But he has been great and he has a vision for our country that is consistent with what our founders had as a vision. You know, this is amazing to me. We had a year of riots with two years of the desecration, both verbally and physically, of monuments to our founders. We have our children being lectured that our founders were nothing more than slaveholders trying to enshrine their white dominant lifestyles into the Constitution and onto the society. That the vast majority of them, they're told and we're told, were slaveholders, reprobates, nothing good of them. Their Constitution is old, it's inert. And now, Joe Biden has the vision of the founders, Mr. Producer. The vision of the founders. Now, he had the vision of Jefferson Davis, who was not a founder, he was the president of the break-off confederacy. He had the vision of Jefferson Davis, or as the late Chris Christie would say, at least Jefferson Davis had class. Brilliant Chris. Time for another piece of apple pie. No. Biden had the vision of Eastland and Stennis and Byrd 
and Al Gore Sr. He was a racist and a segregationist who opposed integrating our public schools. Not just an observer, not just a junior partner, a leader. Don't ever use George Washington and Joe Biden in the same sentence. It's Jefferson Davis and Joe Biden. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, Well, there's a lot going on here. Fanny Willis, her lover, allegedly, went to the White House twice, charged the taxpayers before they brought charges against Trump and company. Fanny Willis spent five hours, right, Scoop reports, with Kamala just before the special grand jury indicted Trump. Oh, there's more. Fanny Willis, Breitbart reports, secretly colluded with the January 6th committee. Joe Biden is behind every single one of these cases. He and his henchmen. They're behind every single one of these cases. Now, normally, you don't have to be Perry Mason to put this stuff together. You don't have to be Columbo to put this stuff together. It's slapping you all around in the face. And yet, Brzezinski's not going to talk about it. And that big thug of a husband of hers, the morning schmo, no, it will be, it won't be discussed on The View. It won't be discussed on any of the MSLSD programs. It's not worthy of it. No front page articles and the compost, which of course is bankrupt, but for Bezos propping it up. And the slimes, which of course also covered up the Holocaust. Oh, our media. So fantastic. As they hide behind freedom of the press when they don't even believe in it. Okay, press, you're free. You're going to report this story or not? Hello! 
you're free. Jake, you're going to report it? You're going to report the story, Jake? You're the free press. There it is. It's all over the place. How corrupt. How conflicted. Democrat hack DA in Fulton County with her daddy, a member of the Black Panthers, and her boyfriend on the payroll. Come on, Jake. There it is. I just laid it out for you. You got to do the story, no? Come on, Sonny Halston, if that is your name. There's a story. It's slapping you in the face. Oh, my goodness. You must be obsessed. And an anti-Semite and a bigot and a racist and a right-winger. Fannie Willis secretly colluded with the January 6th committee. What did Dizzy Lizzie know about this? And of course they destroyed tremendous amounts of information that they collected on the taxpayer dime. What are you going to do with it, of course? They don't want Trump to see it. As part of his defense, the judge ruled that he doesn't even need to see it. But what about we the people? We paid for it. They just destroyed documents. Wasn't Donald Trump indicted? On documents? Now, I know that law, the Presidential Records Act, doesn't apply to Congress, but the spirit of the law. You liberals like the spirit of the law. She colluded with the January 6th committee, a Stalinist enterprise. She spent five hours with Kamala Harris. Nobody can spend five hours with Kamala Harris. Even her husband. No, no, no. There's no way. You get dumber by the minute. What did they discuss? Then, of course, her alleged lover on her payroll, the special, very special prosecutor. Special. Yes. He met with White House lawyers twice, and he charged the taxpayers Boy, that stinks to high heaven, all of it, doesn't it? Crickets, oh, it didn't happen. It's not a big deal. What's the problem? It's a big problem. We already talked at length about what's going on in the appeals court in Washington, D.C., and how that entire process is corrupt, and how it's led on that panel by Judge Pan, thanks to Julie Kelly exposing her. Not a pretty thought, but there you have it. As a complete political hack. Democrat political hacks everywhere. They're wearing black robes. They're called Mr. Prosecutor. Oh, it's something else out there. Once again, I call on the Attorney General of Georgia, who apparently is in the witness protection program, to do something about this. What good are you? What use are you? You're Republican Attorney General. You see what's taken place in Fulton County. You see all the conflicts. Serious issues of potential criminality. Aren't you interested in hearing what Kamala Harris has to say? So go interview her. Aren't you interested in seeing what Mr. Wade, I believe that's his name, the special, special prosecutor, 
what he was doing at the White House on two occasions on the taxpayer dime. There is a connection. There's a taxpayer dime. Aren't you interested in any of this? What did she say to Kamala Harris? What did Kamala Harris say to her? And Mr. Wade, what was he doing at the White House? Who did he speak to? And what did they talk about? Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know if and about their alleged relationship? It's a lot of money, almost $700,000 that she paid to him and then took lavish trips. Wow. Where's the Republican attorney? What's his name? Chris Cooper, I think we concluded, Mr. Producer, something like that. Oh, Chris Carr. I know the idiot's name. Chris, where are you? Nowhere. I don't know. I I, I don't really want to get involved in this one, Mark. Stand up like a man, you jerk. Do something. But he won't. If he does, I'll be pleasantly surprised. And I will verbally pat him on the back. But so far, I've heard nothing. Nothing. And why is that? Oh! And where's the Attorney General of the United States on this issue? I mean, Donald Trump is a federal candidate. He's a presidential candidate. So was Fannie Willis and her special prosecutor. Were they trying to interfere with the election? Maybe you could use that Enron statute, obstruction, against Fannie and her special prosecutor. What do you think about that? Garland. Is Garland still around? We don't hear from him either. Where is everybody? Garland. Don't hear from him. The Attorney General of Georgia. Don't hear from him. Mitch McConnell's going into hiding while he's selling out the country with Schumer and Hakeem and Joey Biden. And there's Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi. Why is Nancy Pelosi still in Washington? Her husband was almost beaten to death. I'm quite serious about this. What is this? She's no longer speaker. Is it because she makes millions and millions of dollars by being a member of the House? Makes a better return than most people do? Well, that could be it, but don't they have enough? Liberals. Bernie, Marxists. Is there a point of no return where you don't need any more money? Sure. But seriously? I have to be honest with you. If somebody assaulted me, particularly the way Paul Pelosi was assaulted, my wife wouldn't leave my side. And likewise. We wouldn't be 2,000 miles apart most of the day of the week. That would not happen. Particularly if we were elderly. In our golden years. What kind of marriage is this? What kind of woman is Nancy? Biden has a vision of the founders, of the slaveholders, of the white supremacists. Remember, didn't we hear all this? We just went through this. I thought Biden wanted to fundamentally transform America. He used that phrase, just like the multimillionaires, the Obamas, used that phrase. He said it. It's in the book. They're all under fundamental transformation while they're trying to defend our democracy. Fundamental transformation. And yet, 
He has the vision of George Washington. He's a complex man. No, he's an old man who's barely incapable of feeding himself. But don't worry, Jill Biden has an answer for that too. After all, she has a doctorate in education. Cut four, Mr. Producer, go. Your husband is 81. At the end of a second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years... Life partner, wife. Wife. She's a woman, is she not? What's this life partner crap? They're married. You can have a life partner if you're not married. They're married. That's why she's the first lady. Should we not call her the first lady anymore? What should we call her? The first life partner? That's it, Mr. Producer. She's the first life partner. So stupid. Go ahead. It is worried about his age and health. Can he do it? He can oh, do it. Oh, what a tough question. Listen, you're married to this guy. Can he actually be president of the United States? Wow. She's a toughie. That's why she's there. Tough one. Tough. Very tough questions. Go ahead. And I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion. Well, then you need glasses because you're blind as a bat. Nobody sees his vigor, his energy, his passion every single day. We don't see it any single day. What a joke. Go ahead. Single day. Mm-hmm. So to those who say I can't vote for Joe Biden, he's too old. What do you say? I say his age is an asset. Ah, his dementia is an asset. Not just his age. Brzezinski says he's wise. Why doesn't Brzezinski just interview herself? Or I have a better idea. She could ask questions at herself And then quickly dress up and jump into the other chair like Joe Biden. Remember that dress on New Year's Eve, Mr. Producer? The hell was that? Nonetheless, she can dress up and jump in the other chair and answer the question. Go ahead. He's wise. Yes, he's wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage. He's lived history. He knows history. Mm -hmm. He's thoughtful in his decisions he is the right man or the right person oh wait a minute not man person it's the right person oh she screwed that one up mr producer oh he's a life partner he's the right person we never reference people by effectively alluding to their genitalia, unless they're doing things with and to their genitalia that the Marxists support. Then we can't stop talking about genitalia. But look, when it comes to Joe, it's not the right man. Oops, he's the right person. What's he, a eunuch? Maybe so. Go ahead. The job at this moment in history. Wow, wow. Well, I knew we could get a, go to Jill Biden and get the truth, the real lowdown about Joe. Now, if she were a real reporter, of course she's not. She's a fake and a fraud. I've got a few questions, Jill. What kind of medicines exactly 
is Joe Biden taking? What are the medicines he's taking? Is he taking any medicines? Because he had memory issues? I'm, th- by the way, this is an attack I want to know. Perfectly legitimate questions. You go on vacation 40% of the time. That doesn't sound like the man's vigorous. Doesn't even sound like the man has energy. So why do you go on vacation? Why does he, you, your life partner, the person about whom I'm speaking, why does he have to take off 40% of the time? He's a part-time president. Does that bother you? Good question, I think, Mr. Producer. It's a great question, actually. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Every time I want to put these audio clips down, there are just too many great ones. So rather than me describing these people, they describe themselves, you see. And I don't say that often about our audio clips. We have great audio clips, but we try to use them sparingly, except when we don't, when they're just too good. Here's Joe Scarborough. He is the, what do what they, they call? He is the uh, other one, not the husband. Uh, I don't remember. You don't remember. Significant other. That's what I was trying to say. He's the significant other. Morning schmo today. There they are. And I might add, there's nothing wrong with this. Broadcasting from Jupiter, Florida. I've done it. And I do it. But I don't have a fake background with the Washington Monument sticking out of the back of my head like Scarborough does. So you'd think he's doing the show from Washington, but they're doing it from Jupiter. Could be worse, Mr. Producer. They could be doing it from Uranus. You know, one of the planets. Cut eight, go. How do we connect that? Because even conservatives, even even a conservative like Gerard Baker, who is the editor emeritus for the Wall Street Journal, talked about winners and losers Mm -hmm. winner of the year america's economy and he said sorry i know i'm going to upset a lot of people but as caddy says all the time america's economy joe biden's work and america's economy is the envy of the world how do we get that message i actually think he is broadcasting from uranus mr producer seems to be where his head's at But not yours, Joe's. You know what I mean. How do we convince these stupid American citizens who are living paycheck to paycheck, who can't afford their food, their utilities, their rent, who can't buy a new home, who aren't even buying automobiles because they're too expensive? How do we convince them? Because even... Gerard Baker of the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street, not Main Street Journal. Even he says the economy is fantastic. That's how, how to, out of touch these slobs are. Multimillionaires, 
who really do nothing, lecture you, undermine the country, living high off the hog, let him eat cake. I'll be right back. This is where Hollywood liberals come for rehab. The Mark Levin Show is back at 877-381-3811. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So Biden puts out a statement on the Yehudis that we've militarily responded to them with the... with yes. With the British. We really showed them, and he puts out a statement. The Houthis are not a separate terrorist group. They are a terrorist arm of the Iranian regime. Iran created the Houthis to overthrow Yemen. The Houthis report directly to the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran. They're all Iran. And in Biden's statement, as my brilliant stepson points out, David Milstein, what's missing from the statement, Mr. Producer? Iran. It's not even mentioned. But you know what? The Biden administration is in luck to some extent. The American isolationists, the American pacifists, some of whom have found a home in the Republican Party and on television. Don't you dare hit Iran, they're telling us. You hit Iran and there'll be a wider war. We keep hearing about this wider war. And we have a wider war now, despite the fact that Israel has not invaded Lebanon and attacked Hezbollah, despite the fact that Israel has not directly attacked Iran, and yet the war keeps widening. Why is that? How can that be? I thought that Jews in Israel were going to widen the war. That's what Bernie Sanders told us. No, Biden's widening the war. Because the only thing terrorists understand is brute force. The only thing Iran understands is brute force. Reagan understood that. Trump understood that. Biden saves his brute force for parents, pro-lifers, fellow Catholics, and of course anybody who even got close to the Capitol building on January 6th, and most of all, Hitler. That would be Trump, of course. But Iran, come on now. They're attacking American soldiers, the Houthis, all the rest of it. The Houthis are a terrorist arm of the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran. A direct connection. They founded them. And they've used them to attack us. And of course, as Mrs. Levin points out in an email to me, what a clever title. Last month, the United States launched Operation Prosperity Guardian. Was that the name they gave to it? It's not even literate. Prosperity Guardian. Okay, Operation Prosperity Guardian. What does that mean? Does anybody know what that? Raise your hand. They launched 
Operation Prosperity Guardian? How long did it come, take them to come up with that? How about, as Mrs. Levin points out, Operation Defeat the Mullahs? That would be a better title, don't you think, Mr. Producer? But there are. There are mouthpieces. In conservative circles. God! Don't hit Iran back! Don't do it! Don't, Don't widen the war! As the war is widening right before our eyes. Because we haven't slammed Iran. You can slam Iran without declaring war. Now, how do we know this? Because Reagan did it. And we never heard from the little bastards again. Now, how do we know? Because Trump did it. And the little bastards dug their hole back into the sand as Trump was destroying them economically as Reagan destroyed the Soviet Union. So we have a McGovern wing within the Republican Party that also have platforms from which they spew their positions. Just wanted to point that out. No. They can condemn Israel on and off the record to the New York Times and the Washington Post. They can pressure Israel to surrender its national sovereignty to the Palestinian terrorists and to give about a third of its country to the Palestinians that have absolutely no modern day or historical claim to the land. The Jews they can accuse of being the occupiers, occupied territory by whom? The settlers. And who are they? They're the Jews that have been there for 4,000 years. Oh, no, no, that can't be true. No. There, may I say, we have our Native Americans. They are the natives. Ancestrally, certainly, to Judea and Samaria. The Bible says so, too. Oh. We don't care about the Bible. Only today matters. Only things we concoct in our little brains today. That's all that matters. This statement I'm not going to read to you because it's nothing but putrid baloney. That's what it is. And I'll leave it to Joe Scarborough and his significant other to talk about it tomorrow morning from Uranus. Uranus, Florida. Wait, I mean Jupiter, Florida. That's right. We have a few callers that I want to get to. Yes, we're going to take some callers today. I've got so much more to get into, but you know what? Let's have some participation here. So let's go to Abraham, if he's still there. KSFO, San Francisco land, but he's in Walnut Creek, California. Abraham, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Uh, earlier you talked about Bernie Sanders, so I wanted to bring up uh, something about Bernie Sanders. In yes, 1963, he mm-hmm. tried to become a member of a kibbutz. He spent about a year um, in a kibbutz named Shara Makim, which it means uh, uh, the gate of the valleys. 
And after one year, they told him pack up and leave because he wouldn't get up to go to work. Really? And he used to, yep. Uh, you can find all that information on Google. I was surprised that Google has it, except that they are, were not sure about which kibbutz he was. <laughs> so anyway, that's the... You know who else has spent time on a kibbutz? It would be Thomas Friedman. Another guy who couldn't pull his own weight. And now, of course, he's writing pieces. You know, he has 712 Pulitzer Prizes, don't you, sir? And yeah. uh, he writes columns all the time. As if he's Bernie Sanders, trashing Netanyahu, trashing Israel, demanding that Israel surrender its sovereignty, that it's Israel's fault, that it's attacked, it's Israel's fault, that the Palestinians are the way they are. And he has a friend by Anthony Blinken, same damn thing. And he is a friend named Sullivan as the National Security Advisor. We are surrounded by appeasers and sellouts. Go right ahead, Abraham. Anyway, so um, I wanted to share. Uh, I wanted to share that information with you. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Thomas Friedman, you know what uh, my friends and I, we call him? Uh, uh -oh. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, right. He's we an egomaniac. When he speaks. Yes. Well, listen, it's a pleasure talking to you. And give that beautiful lady next to you our best as well. I could barely hear her feminine voice. So there you go, Mr. Mr. Abraham. Thank you very much, Abraham. Paul! Hawthorne Woods, Illinois, XM Satellite. Paul, how may I help you, sir? Thank you for having me on, Mark. Uh, you're, you're an American hero. I, uh, you had mentioned uh, Fannie Willis earlier, and I wanted to talk uh, just briefly about a local pastor here who, he's, uh, who she has indicted, uh, this chaplain Steve Lee. And who he is, he's Wait American. a minute, are you calling from Illinois? Yes. Mm -hmm. She indicted somebody in Illinois? Yes. He indicted a, a, an American hero who was the chaplain at 9-11, in New York, his name is on the cross that they put in the museum that was rescued from the rest uh, from the wreckage. He was also at Columbine and prayed with the parents as they were reuniting with their families, and he stayed there with the with the parents who never reunited. He everywhere there's a crisis in America, he goes. Columbine, Pulse nightclub, Mandalay Bay, Hurricane Katrina. He has a lifelong commitment to ministry as a chaplain and law enforcement. And they indicted him because there was another crisis. He went down there, and they thought this fits the narrative. He's the only one on the list who's not a household name. He's never met Trump, never talked to him, never been in the same room with him, and he's indicted facing the rest of his life in prison because he's 71 years old. And now to top it off, there's a Soros-connected group with the Southern Poverty Law Center trying to throw him out of his congregation as a uh, minister. And uh, that group is called, I think, uh, Faithful America. They erected an arc to climate change and all this nonsense. And so they are just piling on this guy. And I know you have a great audience. I hope maybe they can reach out and help him because he needs money for legal defense. He's not a man of resources or anything. But uh, I was at a speech he gave in 21, and he said, because he's been in a lifelong law enforcement and minister, he never endorsed a candidate before in his life. He was totally non-political. And he said he was going to endorse somebody because he's finally retired. That was in 21. And this prosecution is trying to paint him as, him as some political. All right, I'm going to have to go. We're getting towards a heartbreak. Is there a website or something? Yeah, it's uh, givesendgo.com forward slash Chaplain Steve Lee.
All right. Thank you, sir. Now, again, I don't know anything about this, but I have no reason to question a word of this gentleman. Biden administration told reporters, don't expect these strikes against the Houthis tonight to establish a deterrent. What are these fools doing, Mr. Producer? What the hell are they doing? Isn't the purpose of a strike to establish a deterrence? So obviously it wasn't as big a strike as one might imagine. They want to have it both ways, don't they? These are dangerous times and more dangerous because of the nitwits, the frauds and the phonies. What do they call them? The minor league team, I think, is what, uh, is what our Secretary of Defense called ISIS. Here's an official statement from the Houthi Brigadier General, Jahaf. Member of the Defense and Security Committee in Yemen. Do the American, British, and Zionists expect that any aggressive act against Yemen will distract us from defending Gaza? We swear, even if we turned into atoms scattered in the air, we will not leave Gaza. We will continue to target Zionist ships and those going to the Zionist entity. We will confront America, make it kneel, burn its warships, all its bases, and anyone who cooperates with it. This is their statement. This is how scared they are. No matter what it costs us, we will not leave Gaza. Let the great war ignite, for we are its people and its men. These are Islamists. I've said a thousand times, it's not just about Israel. When they attacked us on 9-11, that wasn't about Israel. When they've attacked Americans and American soldiers and American locations over and over again, nothing to do with Israel. They slaughter each other. They've been in Yemen slaughtering Muslims. Muslims of a different sect that don't bend to them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. some debate last night. I thought Nikki Haley's constant reference to her website was cheap and boring and monotonous. And I notice that she goes very personal very fast. You notice she's been in a personal blood fight with Vivek Ramaswamy. She's created a personal blood fight with Ron DeSantis. All this talk about it takes a woman to do this. No, we're looking for leaders and statesmen. We're not looking at genitalia. And stop with the bucket list crap. I'm no fan. I'm also no fan of Tulsi Gabbard. I don't dislike her personally. But foreign policy and national security has to be about pure prudence, not ideology. I wrote about it in Liberty and Tyranny. Prudence, not ideology. And it is not prudent to be a pacifist and an isolationist in the face of attacks on American soldiers. And then they claim it's our fault if we react to protect them by hitting Iran. History shows us Reagan, Trump, and it actually works. You're all great, and I'll see you tomorrow.